Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, little children, dogs and cats. Hello. Oh my God! No, he did not just meow on the show. It's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew on that, aka Slap your great, 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 great ancestry dot com. And I'm here with my illustrious co-host. Christopher J, a.k.a. I'm him, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Mr. Skr, Skr, a.k.a. You know what I did in my Gucci flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with my in-house scholar. It's your boy. Co-host. It's your boy, Grant, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Jimi Hendrix was the best rock star ever, a.k.a. New Chew and Choke Today. Listen, I'm not going to do books and business segment today because tonight is a night where, ladies and gentlemen, people are... Wishing and hoping and praying for a selection to happen. And when I say wishing and hoping, if you study the etymology of the word vote, it means to wish. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, Wish upon a star. Um, I will say that the climate of the selection of this presidency um feels like history the the history of this nation and the history of black folks in this nation um the the next step for us will be determined based upon who's selected um big facts i said that because um you know at the end of the day uh doesn't matter who's in the White House. Black folks still have the same fight, same battle. Facts. And um, just so everyone knows that Biden is just as bad as Trump, except for um, Biden is not. Um, he is wickedly brilliant with his. Trump is more so I don't care and um, I'm going to do what I want. Either way. Um, you know, you exercise your your right to vote. <laughs> um, and I hope you did. I hope you did. Um, exercise your right to wish upon a star. Um, at the end of the day, even if you did vote, put your support behind those that are trying to change things locally for you. Also, be safe. 
um, as Trump has told the good old boys to be ready. So if you're a black man, woman, or child in America, please be safe the next couple of days. Protection and mm-hmm. vigilance. Um, Protect yourself, people. I'm on my Tupac Shakur. If I see a black person getting harmed, I'm busting shots. And that's bottom line. I'm on my Tupac Shakur with that. Um, yeah, so my heart is kind of... Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to get too loud. My heart is kind of um, heavy for what's going on tonight. Um, as the illusion of the leader of the free world. Notice I said illusion because the president is not the ruler of the free world. How can it ever be a free world if black folks were always enslaved in it? Um, hmm. <laughs> um shout out to all the yeah, you catching on. I was I was gonna leave it to you. You was a little distracting. Go ahead. Oh. Um <laughs> sorry. So I just wanted to start the show off with getting that out the way, because, you know, we're going to be talking illusion conclusion part two. We're going to be talking about relationships and all that. But, you know, I I created this platform in 2013 to express the reality of black America. And, um, you know, I'm just, I just want us to actually make more progress than we have been doing in the past generation or so. Um, Learn your history, the real history, um, you know, and just the whole, um, if you got beef with somebody that's of the same ethnicity as you, squash that immediately. Tomorrow's not promised. Um, celebrate each other, love one another, like for real, because we already got enough enemies the moment we walk out the door, B. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all got enemies in your house. Oh, we're going to talk about that later on the show. You know what I mean? Some of y'all in the camp with them. Right, right. You know, the, there is a scripture that says that don't trust the person you lie in bed with. But that's a whole other topic in that of is. itself. Um, that, is real, that is also real, though. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to talk about that, though. Yeah, they that's don't why want to sleep with... by myself. Bruh. So instead of books and business and the nice, beautiful intro, I'm more of a realist when it comes to these issues that weigh heavy on my heart. Fellas, uh, starting with Christopher J. then Grantastic, is there anything that you guys want to add on to what I just said in context of what's going on in the political climate of our nation right now? Um, I'll say give a couple pieces of advice. Uh, country was definitely heavily influenced and built around propaganda. Mm. Reality is not what you see on your television. Mm. You're being told what they would like for you to see. Mm-hmm. They're telling you your vision, and now it's broken down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So don't believe everything you see. Do your research. Yes, I'm sorry in advance. That does require you to read. Okay, that, that requires you to educate yourself. That requires you to exercise some discipline to better yourself. Mm-hmm. No, you'll never be perfect. You'll operate in a progressive, progressive manner. You need to move forward. And yes, I'm sorry, that requires work. The work that you do outside of your nine to five. Okay, to to, to be better, like you're going to have to put in some effort. Mm. So do some research. Step outside the realm of yourself. Mm. 
so that way you can be there for your brothers, sisters, cousins, great, 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 great grandmother. Oh, there you go. He did it. He did it. Yeah. Um, I will say for myself, uh, to definitely, again, just kind of going off what you were saying, you know, educate yourself, research. Um, after you educated yourself and you gained the research and you get a, a get in line with other people who have done research, who um, who have like similar beliefs and ideas behind that research, mm. and um, organize. Um, and, and like you said, Mr. Chu down there, support the people that are doing the work, like mm-hmm. the actual foot on the ground work. Mm-hmm. Um, so organize. And if you're, in, if you don't feel as if you are in the, your uh, local area and your so local area, that's what we're you, talking if about. If you're in Laurel, find an organization in Laurel. If mm-hmm. you're in Glen Burnie, find someone in Glen Burnie, like mm-hmm. locally. I'm not saying just support like me or anything like that. I'm saying like support whoever's doing the work locally and just. Yes. But go ahead. Because that's really I, the everyday impact is at your local level. Um, so organize, okay? Get with other people who, like, again, who've done their research as well. Organize. Advance, okay? So, yes, you may not be the leader of your coalition, of your group. Oh, you're reconnecting me now. Woohoo! Thank you so much. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu, on that, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host Christopher J, aka Mr. I'm Him, aka I can't believe that just happened. So we're trying to catch back up now. And my featured co-host, it's your boy Mr. Fantastic, aka the Professor, aka I can't believe it either, and I can't believe it's not butter. Let's get back to it. I'm just gonna say right now that do not push me offline again, or I will take the 2.5 to 2.6. Um, yeah, message. Yeah, big message. That's making me so damn proud. <laughs> anyway, so in other words, get out there and make sure that you are protected. Make sure that you're okay. We're back up and running, ladies and gentlemen. When we we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna go to our newest segment of the show, Chew and Choke. We'll be right back if these people would leave us. A loan. Right here is where I go black. And I have no idea how to go back. I'm from the east. Location. Most hated. Smoke fragrant. Bunch of young niggas with old faces. Uh, soul takers. We sold blazers. No donations. They was buying Old Laker, uh, yellow tape, got the road vacant. I shot him through the desert in the water, always. I'm not a rich nigga or a big spender, I'm a ditch digger. Leave your body floating in the piss river, get this bigger. The lick hitter, sick trigger, sticking out the whip like an antenna. Keep it a G, uh, I gotta keep it street. They already knew, I thought I'd be discreet. Here's a beat, niggas are waiting to see the beat. Here's for keeps, I don't do none of that internet beat. Nigga, we just gonna meet, we meet. Then we meet, and you don't wanna fight with me, or all of a sudden not with beef. You 
She's Glock 19 on my fucking boxer briefs, and now you're fucking copping, please. I took my shirt off and showed my taco meat for nothing. I wanted to fight. That boy right there too restless. That boy right there too reckless. That boy probably fuck holes, touch the old bro hole. Yup, you guessed it. I can show you how to up your pressure. Big bro got a couple methods. Had a bad sex, stress less, let go, set goals, run some checklists. Pack built like double decker. Shotgun with a custom catcher. Slid down with a bird on me. Ain't really wanna ruffle feathers. Loud mouth, calm down, bow down, bow down, humble gesture. Who the fuck you testing? Leaving two black eyes like Uncle Fester locking in his mouth. We try talking this shit out. One more the rules, what's all your mind? What's all of this about? Carbon with the snout, revolver to a scout, spin off, that's a raven just with the Corey in the house. I'm talking in the mouth, what's with all the latest vibes? My friends hating on me, I ain't all the way surprised. My homie looked me in my face and saw that me with lies. Envy right across from me, Charlemagne the guy. They walk away with pride, I wanna talk and they decline. Niggas don't fuck with me, I can't offer wasted time. Meanwhile, I'm in Miami watching the starters play LeBron. Just left dinner with CeeLo drinking carbonated wine. I mean, I don't know about fucking wine. <laughs> I'm from the East, no fake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest segment of the show, Chew or Choke. Grantastic, take it away. Yeah, people. First of all, happy Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, Taco Me for some of you people out there. Uh, We got a couple of things going on for the Chew and Choke today. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the show, this is how it works. We bring up some topics, some relevant topics, some funny, some not so funny. Uh, If you're feeling it. The panel will go ahead and say chew on that. All right, they digging it, they feeling it. If they not, <laughs> choke on that. All right, so we're gonna get right into it. So the chew and choke segment, let it begin. And this segment is gonna be a little kinky for those out there on the selection Tuesday or selection Tuesday. And speaking of selection. We're going to go to a game that we all played as a kid called the Jenga game. Y'all remember that with the blocks? Oh, you had yeah. A four? Oh, yeah. Well, now they got like a new sex version of the Jenga game where it's like, uh, so you pull the blocks out and then it has a little phrase or something that you do to your partner or partners. So what y'all think of, uh, I mean, multiple people can play. It's 2020. There's no rules. So what y'all think? <laughs> About the sex Jenga game. You pull a piece, you perform a piece. Chew on that, choke on that. Ooh, we got a little disagreement on the panel. Nah, Speak I, your think, mind, I, think you, I, think, I think he's trying to tell him to choke on that. That's probably what the piece say on the Jenga. <laughs> oh, is, 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 yeah, is that what the block is? The block I mean, I hope you don't chew on that. But you can chew on that. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. As as as, as Ray uh, with, from Ray's Boom Boom Room on like <laughs> Hell yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. You with it, Mr. Chew? Why you say choke on that? What if you are playing... And you pull out a joint that says that someone has to stick something in your booty. Okay. I mean, you can excite. They make no. Nah, you can cross. No, I would say well, cross then that I'm out. Tell them that they cross can that chew. block. I'm gonna tell them they can yeah. chew on that they block. They can chew on that they can block. Chew on the block because it ain't gonna be me. I'm not gonna let nothing come near unless it's toilet paper or a washcloth. <laughs> Exit only. Exit only. Exit only. 
Actually, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about one of it was like you pulled it was like eat your partner's booty hole. That's the part. I was like, no, this is my partner, and we first listen, out of the shower. I, listen, get my beard. Let me say this boom. right here, right now. I eat the booty like groceries. <clears throat> I ain't gonna hold you. I don't eat, but uh, it's mine. I don't get down with day. the brown. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so now I, I, I will chew on that. We'll, we'll cross out that put some in your booty hole block. We'll find that one first and cross that one out. Okay. Yeah. We'll, check, we'll, we'll put in to, uh, only mess with the to one chew that's on. Pink, not the one that stinks. You know what I'm saying? Um, so thinking about keeping things sexy, uh, the DC universe has officially gotten a little sexy in the 2020 version. Um, so now mm-hmm. we have a new relationship in the DC universe, Uh-oh. y'all. Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are now an official couple in the DC universe. So what do y'all think about uh, DC and Marvel kind of putting our characters in more liberal and adult situations now in our adulthood? What do y'all think about our characters now having these liberal lives? I think Joker's going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd alert. I just want to say, why come they didn't think about putting them two together when I was a kid? But yo, that's what I was saying, bro. I was like, yo, what? Like, how we get liberal and like, and later on in life, you cannot tell me Harley Quinn ain't bad. Every single chick cosplays as Harley Quinn. She is. I mean, so yeah, just chicks and poison ivy. Redheads are kind of okay. <laughs> Redheads is kind of okay. I don't really do Caucasian women. <laughs> <laughs> but Poison really? Ivy was green in, in some in some yeah, cases. Yeah, in was, some comic books, she was green. She had a little melanin. Well, actually, or a lot of melanin because she came from back from the ground. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I remember the Poison Ivy from uh, uh, Batman Forever. Oh, don't, oh like the, during the 90s? Yeah, with Uma Thurman. Yeah, yeah with Uma Thurman. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah, remember yeah. any of those movies. Yeah, don't yeah. remember any of those Throw movies. Throw them in the trash. Please do, because Val Kilmer... No, uh, matter of fact, get that... Get that. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> All right, that was that was the only... I, I wasn't a fan. But Jim Carrey as a Riddler, though. No, that, that okay. come that, on, that was, come that on, that was good. Oh, no, Jim Carrey, everything Jim Carrey did was fine. So I'm just yeah. saying, so we can't throw the whole movie away. That's okay, true. That's okay, true. can't throw the whole thing away. All right. Um, that was no piece of my childhood. I'll defend me. Oh, okay. Because y'all are prehistoric. I got nothing to do with me. Bruh. Okay, we're gonna da, move da, on da. to the next thing. Y'all. I just got called old, ladies and gentlemen. I know. It'd be your own people's too. <laughs> uh, but speaking about your own people, uh, we have a little statement from. At Jock Live um, on Instagram, put up this nice statement that I saw, and I was like, oh, man, this is interesting. I got to bring this up at you. Chuck, what do y'all think about this statement? Black culture has to stop glorifying these thugs. Niggas ain't shot one Klansman or one racist cop. I, I'm i in total agreement with that because everybody wants to be the most go-hard, sue-whoop blood, but y'all never want to cap the boys in blue. Mm. Oh, and then also he said you only... Kill your family and community as well. Yeah, y'all always worry about trying to get back a little pookie up the block mm-hmm. that stepped on your shoes from like three years ago, and they was already creased forces anyway. So like, what do matter? Creased forces. Who is this guy who said that? Um, at Jock Live, J O C L I V. You making it personal now? He asking for names. He taking numbers. How's your wife? How's your kids? The the Jock 
Jock, if you're listening to the show, if you ever listen to the show, please call in. The number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. I'm going to DM you this episode. I just want to ask a question. Were you ever involved in any gang-like activities? To, I look at it like this. Your statement is true. The motive behind your statement is wrong. And let me say this why it's not an assumption, it's an actual fact. Because us as the aboriginal people of every civilization, we've always been broken up into villages and tribes. We've always had tribal warfares and things like that. And if we didn't have tribal warfare and things like that, we wouldn't know how to build civilization. We wouldn't know how to bargain. We wouldn't know how to make peace treaties, et cetera, et cetera. Realize that Bloods and Crips started as fighting against domestic terrorism, which we call police brutality. And that's facts. Um, They've lost their way, but to say that none or the majority gangbangers are not clapping at cops or at people um, or clapping at the people around them. First of all, um, if you uh, treat people like they're an experiment and you place them in what is called a project, Mm -hmm to monitor their behavior patterns after you condition them to feel like less than human beings, they're going to do less than human being activities. So instead of getting on the white man's social media platforms and blasting out your brothers, why don't you take that same energy and go face to face with some of them and tell them that to their face? That's what I would say. Because at the end of the day, social media is giving people a, a platform and really I don't believe that everyone should have a platform. No. So with that being said, until you can prove to me, and now if you have said this to them face to face and there's evidence to support your claims and all that, I will come back on air and apologize to you. But on until air. then. But until then, I don't give two rat shades of a monkey's left nipple um, about what you post on social media because at the at the end of the day, you're doing exactly what the white man wants you to do. And that's blast your brother in public. So you are equal to the racist police officer right now because both of y'all are servants of white supremacy. Ooh, we dive deep. So I'm assuming choke. there's a choke on that. Yeah, I knew that was on that. Yeah. No, I think there's a definitely a level of responsibility that people should assume when put, putting statements out there, especially if you do not understand the history, like per se, of the. Now, don't get it twisted. What he said was true. It I is. Said that. A level I, of truth I made to that it. statement. Yeah. I just didn't like the motive behind the yeah. statement. But I think also to say, because the level of truth is that there are a lot of young kids out there that are just portraying this uh, uh, gang life because, you know, from the music and what they see on television, yeah. um, but not understanding the history. I know, like, my fam sat me down and was like, if you know anything about you got to know the history, like, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, 
that's another part of it as well. So it's just, like I said, it's just, you know, being responsible with your statements, but also there's a level of truth to that. Um, but I think also, is it fair to assume that, that uh, gangs should be, let's say, going out and be vigilantes against racist people and cops? Is it even fair to assume that black men can and, and Latino men can do that in first, this country? First of all, I just want to say that no regular gang members don't have the skill set to pluck off federal agents mm. without it being an ambush. That's number one. They're like the frontline army soldiers that go in first. You need highly trained, highly skilled assassins to make a statement unless you're going to lead a bunch of people to slaughter. If you think about it, Think about all the, 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 let me, let's make it, let's make it more realistic. Let's think about the two guys, black guys who shot police officers. Mm-hmm. They were military. They were trained. Yeah. They knew how to scope, look, and plan and execute and eliminate their target. What I agree with the young man's statement is, they shouldn't be killing one another. That's true. I agree with that. Now, if we turn those guns towards police officers, yeah, we have more gang members than police officers. Um, but if we eliminate the police officers, we also have to, at the same time, eliminate every single white supremacist as well, because then there's no one to stop them either. See, the problem with those kind of statements is it shows no military strategy mm-hmm. um, because you still have black folks that are in the military and you still have black folks that are police officers that will actually shoot another black person before helping their people so what if I take what you said and don't kill another black person yet this black person is about to turn us in to the feds and we all about to escape this joint that's like the runaway slave, the person who said, hey, I don't want to run away with you guys. I'm going to go back. Mm-hmm. We got to pluck you off. Because yeah. as soon as they beat you, they, they, you're going to snitch and say, where we going? Yeah. So I don't agree with not killing one another. I I agree with there has to be, if it's a coon, do you do your thing. Yeah. But if it's another brother that's hurt and it's in the struggle like you, and you should have the maturity level. And that's really, um, that that doesn't just fall on our generation. That falls on the older generation as well because conflict resolution wasn't taught properly. No, that's not right. Um, and so, and and we, we look at the humility of man as a weakness mm-hmm. and meekness as a weakness. Mm-hmm. Meekness means that I have, hum, humility says that though, though, I'm higher than you. I'm going to esteem you higher than me. Mm-hmm. It's humility. Meekness is I have the power to crush you and I choose not to. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. So we haven't been taught those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, so do we psychologically give up on one another because of that? Or do we build our own infrastructure to say, you know what, let's elevate each other enough. So where, in other words, I'm saying it like this. The only way to get rid of darkness is to turn on a light. You can't get a bucket and, and go into a dark room and try to open a window and throw the darkness out. It's going to remain there. What you do is you just turn on the light. Mm. Going on social media and saying y'all should be aiming at cops and not each other is going into the, the dark room with a bucket and trying to throw out the darkness. Mm. What are you doing to turn on the light switch? 
I agree. No real? Real? Somebody's okay, somebody's well, been taking hits from those intellectual yeah. rants. I see. Yeah, this there's absolutely no sense. And and, and that was from Golden Knight. Nintendo sixty four. No one need that. One. See, there you go, Granddad. Doing that. Doing that. I got again. one more, y'all. I got one more. I got one more. All right, this one's gonna be a little more uplifting. Okay. Um, well, actually, I don't know because now Mr. Chu may find the alley. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but the hip hop author as seen on Instagram. Uh, Reason actually was on the uh, uh, show with uh, DJ MV and Charlamagne the God, The Breakfast Club, and he had a statement that sparked a huge conversation. He stated that uh, he thinks that men should get more credit for being faithful to their women. What do y'all think about that? Men should get more credit for being faithful to their women. And his his reasoning was that his reasoning was that um, it's different for men, you know, like with like, you know, for different for men stepping out on women, I think, than women than men or something like that. I don't know. I think his angle was like the sex or whatever. But yeah, that was a statement. Should men get more credit for being faithful? Uh. <clears throat> All right, panel, what do you think? What do you think? Let, 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 let your mind roll. Go ahead. I, I'm like I'm torn between like going on a tangent or like not even enter like wasting my breath like like the thing is how can you sit here and say you should get more credit for something that you expect from someone else mm-hmm. and then so so like okay the, there's already the obvious differences amongst men and women okay they, mm-hmm. they, you know what I'm saying they got breasts mm-hmm. and and like we're like. Our anatomy is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 chemistry... we, we are going on a rant, y'all. I'm just warning. Yeah, our, chem- our warning. chemistry is different, but like, okay, what you want in your relationship ultimately is the same, but you have to get more credit for remaining faithful. Like... But what about the people who feel, okay, so like, you know, the quote-unquote devil's advocate people. So let's say that there's the statement that niggas ain't shit, right? Like that's echoed from... Hill to shiny, shiny sea in this country, you know, like niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Heard that so many times. So I think another question is like, so sh- if that is used so much in a negative way about like men, especially black men, should it be something else to kind of counteract that? Like if you are negative does your shit, should you still get some kind of praise? If for for the niggas that do what they're supposed to do, they're they shouldn't have to get any more praise because of like the other side, like the other mm-hmm. side as a whole. They're they're being mm-hmm. categorized for their negativity, so mm-hmm. that means you should get praised more for doing what you're like. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. They should be doing it. Mm-hmm. If, if they're messing up, they should be getting consequences. Does mm-hmm. that mean you get more praise because they're getting consequences? Mm-hmm. You've made your decision. Mm-hmm. With every decision comes a reward or a consequence. You're getting your rewards, mm-hmm. and they just the only thing they're getting is that a nigga ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But you want to get more praise because they're getting condemned. I, I, I don't. I don't see how that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm, I'm like, it's like kids. Are like, oh, I'm cleaning my room. Can I get an extra five dollars? You're doing mm-hmm. what you were taught, what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Or you're going like you're clocking in to work, like you're a cashier. Hey, I just rang up an extra can of beans. Can I get an extra? Can I get a raise? Now because, does that now is that now praise and appreciation are those the same? Or are they different, though? 
Depend to me, I think that depends on your love language. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Because okay. at this point, I don't understand how those rewards are being. How how can you be generalized? Like, if you're doing what you're supposed to do within your relationship, mm-hmm. who gives a shit about anybody else? Mm-hmm. Certain no, things should I definitely get with you. I things shouldn't be categorized. Things should not be categorized. If you, people out here talking about niggas ain't shit. People that are saying that are hurt. Oh, Go heal and do what you're supposed to do. You want you looking for someone that you can, you can you name at least one person you know that's not hurt? I rest my case. That <laughs> I'm hurt stuff is an excuse a crutch for them mm-hmm. to use uh to mistreat another person. I mean I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. I'm sorry. No but, but, but bleeding out on someone else. Gotcha. Okay. There we go. Just because you're hurt don't mean you're bleeding. Right, 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 right. Yeah. All right, y'all. No, that was just some interesting topics that came up in this past week. I want to say choke on that, too. That one kind of pissed me off, man. I want to say choke on that, too. And I'm going to say. I just thought y'all wasn't. It's like shit. I was going to say it's just choke on that. I actually like how how it went because um, it it goes into the topic of today's show, Illusion Conclusion Part 2. We can just Mm -hmm. dive right into it. Yeah, let's dive. let me slide this. I think that's here. an illusion because first of all, just because you have a established rules in your in your committed relationship doesn't mean that my relationship should model yours. Right. Um, there are people who, uh, first of all, uh, what is it? Monogamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have one person. One one. Am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So monogamy, realistically, is only 165 years old as far as being the top relationship in societies worldwide. Uh-huh. That's number one. That's true. So you still have generations of people who um, believe in polygamy for economic uh, development mm-hmm. uh, purposes. It's not all sexually stimulated. Because yeah. um, it's hard out here for a pimp some days. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You can get a third yeah. person with a job <laughs> It's like, and, look, we're we going to get through this together, y'all. And so, <laughs> and so Baby, I didn't mean that we got to get another woman and so i feel like i don't know I we have like, babies she may be like get somebody else in here she's like look look i gotta know just bring her on here get someone to handle the house business. Business. <laughs> <That's my business. laughs> i'm gonna get a text message in like five minutes <laughs> so i just think i think it's an illusion to even make statements like that mm-hmm. um because it's funny because if one key unlocks every door in a house, that key is special. But if any key unlocks any door in the house, mm-hmm. what's the point of having the knob? All right, y'all. That has been your episode of. He read. He read. He was reading my book. Just saying. So now. For those of us who believe, do you in mean monogamy, we are the key? Wait, yeah. Would you, okay. Key okay. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make so, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, for I did, like, oh, by the way, y'all, I did get a text message from my wife. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, so for those that believe in a monogamous relationship, um, society has programmed you to feel like you're missing out because you only have one. But also, when you're in a polygamous relationship. Society also brands you and says, you know what, um, that's a wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, now, from a historical standpoint, even in every single religion you can look at, there was both. Mm-hmm. 
and both were respected and glorified. It was case by case, mm-hmm. scenario by scenario type stuff. Abraham had his chicks. Solomon had his. They wasn't, and it wasn't just men wanting to plunder women. Mm-hmm. It was uh, back in the old days, kingdom al- allegiance and alliances were made through marriage. Yes. Um, and so a king was known to have multiple wives and concubines because it sh- it showed the uh, the treaties he had with other kingdoms mm-hmm. and vice versa. And what better what better way to say your son or your daughter marries my son or, or my daughter? Thus, our bloodlines are intertwined, so both of our villages mm-hmm. now have to put both resources together into one pot. Yep. That's what polygamy was for. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened was the reason why uh, monogamy is looked at the way it is, like men should get a reward for being more committed. No, as a man, first of all, you being a man, you should already have discipline. Mm-hmm. You should already know that once you pick someone, that's it. If that's the if that's what it you're does, going does, into yeah. the relationship, thinking like, okay, this is the one I'm going to be with. You're mm-hmm. the one. If that's the establishment in which, if that's the thing y'all came together to establish, you don't get a reward for honoring that nigga. That's what you're supposed to, like Christopher J. said. Mm-hmm. At the same time, appreciation should be there. Correct. Yes. To help strengthen your discipline. That is very Because true. society has beaten the masculinity out of most men. Even us alpha males, we struggle sometimes with needing to feel affirmed by our significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a man that has a significant other that he actually loves and doesn't need affirmation, please call into the show, 516-531-9828, so I can call you a liar to your ear. Um, <laughs> because... Words like I love you, that's affirmation words. Mm-hmm. Words like I miss you, that's mm-hmm. affirmation words. Words like I appreciate you, those are words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my number one love language. You know, and and based upon the love language, um, you know, you don't know. You just, I just don't like statements like that. I'm sorry, that kind of got to me too, Christopher J. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't like that because then it... it that's to me. That's a female energy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's 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 you acting like a bee. Beta man. You know what I'm saying? He's a beta man. A beta man. <laughs> so so anyway, I know I I kind of went on a tangent on that, but you guys want to chime in, Grantastic? You want to say something? No, I just love throwing in just random darts in there because it, it is a <laughs> level of like. I <laughs> because I definitely get the part of which is like. You know, if it's your job, you don't necessarily need a pat on the back for you to just clock into work. I get that. Mm-hmm. Also, at the same time, I think that maybe from his perspective, he may be construing it with appreciation mm-hmm. um, opposed to, like, you know, gra- like being praised. Like, yeah, you didn't cheat on me this week. Now, but, uh, now, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a difference in that. My yeah. thing is, I, don't get me wrong. I agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, to, to have that affirmation within mm-hmm. your relationship. And if you're not getting that uh, that you so need mm-hmm. in order to feel fulfilled – then by all means, you need to talk to your partner. But to feel as though because, um, what's the what's the when you're in debate? What's the the, op, the other team? The opposition. The, so, yeah, the opposition. The opposition. Or, so if there's the affirmative, mm. then there's oh the, oh oh 
You know what I'm talking about, yeah, though? Yeah, you know, I know, so, I know exactly so, so, so to have increased reward because there is, is an rebuttal? opposite team. Yeah. No, nah, rebuttal is what you do. Yeah. You're right. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's the affirmative and there's something else. I got to yeah. watch the great debaters again. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway. No, I was thinking about yeah, that. I got to yeah, watch yeah, that again. Yeah, but, but you're, so you're, the, you're, you're arguing the affirmative by doing what you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. to get more praise because there's opposition, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't agree with that. Gotcha. You should be praised for the work that you do within yours. And if mm-hmm. you're not, then that's something you need to reevaluate in your relationship, mm-hmm. not get extra because of a categorized Now, group. what would you say to a guy who used to cheat? In his relationship, spouse loved him through it, and now he's made the effort to strive not to cheat any longer, and he goes to his woman and he says, I need some appreciation, some affirmation Mm -hmm. to keep me going. What would you say to that? Because that's really kind of like Charlamagne the God story. Like, that's big facts. That's, that's, his, big that's facts. his story, and yeah. he, he yeah. talks about it on the radio. He's like, the other day he was like, "Yeah, I haven't cheated in four years," and I was like, "This man said that on the radio," but that's his truth. Like, but you know, he yeah. So congratulations, you exposed yeah. the vulnerability, which is what most men don't yeah. do. Now, yeah. in that case, so yeah. now would it be good for like? Is it different in that case? I think that's what you were asking. Yeah, about. yeah. Quite honestly, I wouldn't make like that's obviously something that needs to be. Uh, uh, Shared on an intimate level with your partner, I wouldn't have thrown that out there. I, basically, you're exposing your weak, you're exposing your wound, and what seems to obviously be a, a healing wound. Mm-hmm. So, I, the first thing I would say is, uh-huh. congratulations, your illusion has been concluded. Like mm-hmm. you've gotten rid of, you've gotten rid of the old. You got. Oh, oh, I see. That was a shoulder clap. Yeah. I thought I was coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to drink. I can see it. I can see it clearly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but but in the same token. That's something like between you and yours, mm-hmm. but to like, like publicly like make it a categorized statement like, oh, all of us who do good okay, should, yeah, should uh, get, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, all okay. of us yeah, who yeah, do good I, should I, get rewarded. Generalization, but the specific case by case. Correct, and that's uh, the same thing with the with the first one, like mm-hmm. the, these case, like the 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 whole. Like even the Jenga thing, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like case by case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like each, each, each. But I think that's the one thing I like about some of these topics, like in the in the chew and choke, y'all. Make sure y'all attend to that. Yeah. Um, it's just because these are just different ideas and different things that people are not thinking of or talking about. Um, because you know, if back in the day, like a sex Jenga, that's for some people that are married, they consider that taboo. You know, it's just like we we we're some people are in different mindsets. Affirmative and like, negative. Oh, okay. So some people are in different mindsets of like, oh, shout know. out to Big Bro. Oh yeah, I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. So you know, and like it, it is case by case. You okay. Know? So people's like sexual energy, people's like relationship, and uh, even situations of people they've had like you know, because even with Charlemagne, it's like he wasn't cheating on his wife necessarily because of like like the shit of it. He had hurt and damage that was causing Yeah, he was that. a he was he had a bleeding wound. Yeah. And so congratulations, you healed. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you should have been doing. I think his wife helped him heal. Yeah. And that, that's that's even more of a blessing. And, and I think yeah, and, 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 I that, think, and that's what I was trying to get to like like cause first of all, which that is amazing though. To find a partner. Yes. No, ladies and gentlemen, Illusion Conclusion Part 2. Um, if you want to chime in with us, the number to dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. To find a partner, someone who has the endurance to shelter you while you evolve. I think on, on both sides, too. Is yeah, just, I give you that. I wouldn't... 
It, I wouldn't give it a gender role in that case. Can can we honestly say that someone has found a partner if they don't stick it out? Was that a partner or was that a sidekick? I mean, that's like this whole corona thing. I'd be thinking that, like, uh, if you can't stick with it, that's just a stimulus package that you got from the government. That wasn't your planning, your budgeting, your financial literacy. I was wondering where you were going to go with that. Yes, the stimulus package. I was wondering package. where you were going to go with that. In yeah, this is kind of tight. Head. I got careful. Oh, oh, yeah, the hood is a little tight. A little tight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. It's oh, okay. a slide oil. I like yeah, the hood. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. a slide. Yeah, yeah. It's not Gucci. But, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know people are arguing back and forth. It's like, is the government going to give us this next stimulus package? Blah blah blah. But I think the one thing that especially black folk can learn from this pandemic is that where where's your you know your financial literacy? You planning? You putting the budget? Like everyone doesn't have it to do like the six months of you know of like budget to put away. Mm-hmm. But I think this was a wake-up call for some people to be like, all right, you know, if shit happens, and that's life, um, shit happens, so you need to have a plan. So, again, it's just like, it's like infatuation or if you're in love with somebody. It's like, is it really hot and intense for this moment? Or is someone going to stick with you to, like through all of the mo- all the ups and downs and for you to evolve? I think that dating is an illusion. I think, yo, aren't you being married? Dating is actually dating is some bullshit, yo. It's a waste of time and money, mostly money. We got a single man on the panel. Hey, no, like yo, I I I wasted a lot of money, and and again, and I'm not saying for my wife. I'm just saying previously, I wasted a lot of money dating. I wasted a lot of time dating. So I'm I'm gonna. I'm not saying people don't date or something like that, but you know, it's just like nah. But did you? But did you really? Did you really waste? Was it a waste, or did you learn? Dude, did you learn from dating? Because I mean, actually, so okay, all right, so let's let's categorize this. What do, what do you consider dating? Do you think like so like being in a relationship, like exclusive relationship, or just like dating? Like, well, let's just be completely honest. Regardless you're dating, whether you're in a committed relationship, married or not, you're, you're going to forever be dating. Let's okay. be completely yeah, honest. Okay. Now, the, the 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 steps that you're taking to get to know someone to mm-hmm. find out if you're going to be in a committed relationship. That's so you're talking me, about courting. Mm-hmm. Courting, yeah. Okay. okay. So, so uh, so for the sake of conversation, so courting and dating, can we separate those two for the sake of the conversation? Yes. Okay. I, for the sake of this conversation, courting is what you do in hopes to get to the courts so that you can get legally married. Yes. Dating is what you're going to do until the day you die if you have a significant other in your life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For so, the sake of this conversation, yeah. I'm not saying that's the definition or none of that. And so, I'm not saying that if so you are married and you're dating your wife that I think that's a waste of time or money. That's like that. I don't think that. Yeah. I think more of like a... So you think you waste your time courting? No. No, because again, that's a process to get into where... When I all right, so when I met my wife, so I we I we were on like online dates and stuff like that, right? So I met her and I had another girl that I was kind of talking to like at the same time. My wife hit me up on the dating chat, um, and I was like, okay, like I seen her, I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm like, you know, like like she looks like I gotta commit to you. Like instantly when I saw her, it was like I'm not fooling around, I'm not wasting your time. Like you yeah. seem like a serious woman that if I'm ready, I need to be ready for you. So the other kind of girl, we were just kicking it here and there. And so my wife, she hit me up on the chat. We started talking a little bit. Cool. It came time to a point where I knew. By the way, Brittany, I helped. <laughs> okay. And she heard the story a billion times. Yeah. So the thing is just like, 
I remember one day, I think after Brittany and I had like this conversation, we put like everything on the table. Like we were just talking about our lives, you know, our past, everything and just aspirations. We was like, yo, that. And I remember just waking up the next day and I was like, all right, I can hit Brittany back. I got it. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So she hit me up in the morning. Good morning. The other chick hit me up. Good morning. With a picture with her, like in a bra, like in panties, whatever, like good morning. At that moment, I knew, yeah. I knew that I was like, yo, I got to make a decision. I don't know why I felt like that. Cause honestly, I wasn't really dating them. Um, Brittany and I were just talking like on, like on a chat, like on the phone. But it was just like, I saw that I was like, I was like, I, if I'm going to be with her, I got to do right by her. And I'm like, all right, let me just kind of push the other girls aside a little bit. Cool. So push it to the side. So stuck with Brittany. At that moment, I felt in for myself, I was courting because I made this decision, you know, like, look, let me see what this woman is about. Um, and really, honestly, after a year after that, this is when I proposed to her because at that moment I was like, no, I'm courting for this woman. This is not me dating. This is me like, okay, because I made a decision because the other girl was like, yo, it's hot and ready. Like, you know, some little Caesars, come get it. And I was like, nah, I'm okay. I'm going to see what's here. Like, let me see what's here. Just say little Caesars. Yeah, it's little Caesars. Christmas Day. That's still, I'm still going to continue to ask the question. So, so you can, you still think that dating was a waste of time or did you, I mean, did you, or did you not learn during your course of dating? I mean, you love Could you that. have potentially, could you have potentially, I don't know, maybe pick cheaper dates in order to find out the same thing? Or were you also not in a place to be able to directly, accurately, and almost like with a fine line of focus target and find out what you need to know? Or did you not know enough about yourself to be able to find out what you want to know about the other person? I think it was, like, all of the above, though. Um, there are just some girls that, and again, this is, like, what uh, uh, Mr. Chu over there was talking about earlier, the pressures of, like, society to put on men. So it's, like, I'm in a dating scene. Like, I can't come out here and look like a bum nigga in front of you because, you know, that's, like, the things that are, like, told to us. Right, right, You know, right, and, that's, right. and, and that's what, like, some men still suffer from that. It's like, really? I'm not showing you suffers. I'm trying to show you what I got. Let, let me ask you. a question like this. Mm-hmm. Before you met whom now is your queen. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that you learned from previous relationships that helped prepare you to be a king to your current queen? I will say a yes and no. And the reason why I say yes and no, because I learned a lot of it afterwards, like when I was, you know, looking down the barrel of marriage and I started learning from a lot of my past relationships. So when I say like a waste of time or waste of money, it's not necessarily like I regret it or I would never do it or I told no one ever to date. That's not it. It's just like, I'm talking about people who, and again, there's some stages in your life where you're kicking it with people. That's cool, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily building anything. Right. Okay. And I would say during some of those moments where I was just kicking it, I actually could have been spending more time developing who I was and who I am. And I was thinking this the other night, I wish I had my 20 year old energy with my 33 year old mind. Mm -hmm. Mm Because the things I would be doing right now would be like incredible. But I just, I, I was not focused on myself during that time. I was just working, worrying about kicking it with people and what things look like. 
some of us, and that's just for me, not for everyone. So for me, it was just like some of those relationship times, I actually didn't really learn much. It was just like it happened, and I couldn't be using that time for other things to build greatness. Do you guys feel like what is more of the illusion, the person you're with or the relationship? Is it that are we asking when you're asking that question and you say the person that you're with, is it the person that we're actually with or is it who we their potential, who we want them? Is that is that what go deeper, go deeper. Because at that point what you like what you want the relationship to be, what you want that person to be, like because honestly for that per to know that person for who they are, then you develop the relationship together. Okay. Not what you think it can be, what you think, like, for, for what it is. Right, right. I think the, the illusion is what you want it to be, your desire, rather than the reality. So, of it. so you're saying that most people, some but not all, some but not all, some but not all, date the ideology of an individual and not actually the individual. Correct. I will go further and say people marry the ideology of the, like of somebody like oh. of, of marriage like not even just date people oh, like, oh so you're saying people get married <laughs> yeah because of the ideology of marriage and yeah. not actually because they want to be with the yeah. that selected individual yeah. so, so there's actually, plenty there's plenty ideologies that they'll have so, to, to marry for and that, and it's perfect because it segues into my next question what are some of the lies we tell ourselves in relationships that you gotta be in one. Wow! Wow! Oh, that's a double Wow! Yeah, that you have to be in one, and especially right now. Yeah. yeah. Like you're. I think also people tell themselves lies that relationships make them better. Oh yeah, because that's the obvious. That's, yeah. that's. But like, like you, the I, right, you, the right, know, the right. I don't think that's a lie. Now, mind you, this is you know what? The, you know what? The this right is one my or all of them. This is you know my what? opinion. No. I this agree. Is my opinion. I, I I'm not where, saying. I'm not saying this is facts. Yeah. Everyone, this is Mr. Randy Chu's opinion. Mm-hmm. My factual opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I think that every. Hold up, for the uh, listening audience, repeat what you just said, and then I'm going to give my opinion because I don't want the audience to forget what you said. Okay, that some people think that. I don't think the blanket statement of every relationship is like going to make them better, a better person. I believe that every relationship has the potential okay. to make you a better person, mm-hmm. but every relationship is given to you to make you a better person. Bingo. Okay. It's, no, it's, it's, it's almost relative to the, to the concept of who hurts you is not your fault. But it's your job to heal. Mm-hmm. You could have you could have gotten mad, like hurt and pain from a relationship. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, How did that make you better? Right. When you heal from it, mm-hmm. you'll find the lesson when you thought you were looking for love. Because mm-hmm. at that point, then you would have learned something. Mm-hmm. So you'll be you'll have no you'll now know something you didn't know before. You learned and is that not progression? Is that not being better? Okay, okay. Relationships I but I, and I was saying kinda of like of a blanket statement that and I don't know. I think part of me sometimes is just like you people are like, oh, you learn stuff from, from a relationship. But like when you've seen the red flags, like this shit was not going to be good from the beginning. Is is 
is you going through that relationship to learn that? Is that necessarily a like a quote unquote good thing? Mm. And, and I'm talking about toxic, abusive relationships where it was like the the clear abuse cycle. Like it was very, like each step of the way, you can check off. All right, you, we know where you're going next. Is that something that people need to learn from as well? I mean, yes, you can learn from it, but it, like when you see it down the line, like this is going to be a bad idea, and you still choose it. Is that a lesson that people should be learning from? I guess should be is my question. I can. I know you can learn, but is that like the lesson you should be learning from? You can't. My thing is you can learn that on your own, but if you choose to be in a relationship, that's self-inflicted pain. Mm. At that point, I'll save. I'll save. But that, isn't that part everything for in a relationship? Really yeah, okay. I'll save that part for you. But isn't rant. every single relationship? Everything is self-inflicted because the relationship is a is a highly reflective school of yourself. Mm-hmm. Correct. And so in a sense, the relationship is almost as if it was a methodology or a tool mm-hmm. to help you learn. Because mm-hmm. let's just be honest, not everyone can stand in front of a mirror and be like, okay, what do I need to work on? Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm just going to forget that. Let me go jump in this relationship because I want to be with that person. And little do yeah. you realize you're mm-hmm. going to be learning, whether it be through hurts or affirmations. You're going to be learning and progressing and uh, evolving. Mm-hmm. You and know that, that you know. We often say that the root word of relationship is to relate, mm-hmm. is relate. Um, but relate is actually short in the old French for what we say to it of a phrase. Reveal later, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Think about that in the perspective of all the past relationships you've had. There are some things you caught immediately, but there were some things that you learned from that experience that was revealed to you later. Mm -hmm. And so the relating part in the relationship comes when you have what I call, to quote, relationship deja vu. Where... I know how to respond and act in this moment because I've been through it before. Okay, and now this is where I come in to where it's like, I think we put a lot of our learning experiences on relationships mm-hmm. and not, and I'm talking about relationships in like the romantic way, mm-hmm. right? And we don't get that stuff from somewhere else. Like sometimes I really think a lot of people use relationships as learning experiences aside from like actually like being like an apprenticeship. So instead of like learning about financial literacy, you go broke chasing after like some girl, you, you know, you try and put her in everything. Right. 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 So you learn about like the money, like everything you've done that you lost because you try to spend all this money to impress this woman, but you didn't learn before you met that woman about like, okay, that's pointless. Anyways, you're just literally just flashing it. Like you didn't learn the lesson before. Right. Like, and I think that's where it's like, in my mind, like, can we change the narrative of, like, I'm learning these things in romantic relationships, not from my parents? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I say yes and no because, and then, Christopher J., I'll let you respond. Um, I hope you didn't forget your thought. Um, yes and no because um, <laughs> the you can, you can have all the study and all the knowledge hand down to you but you're still a human being. Mm-hmm. You still are carried away by emotion. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care how strong you are mentally. Mm-hmm. You're still carried away by emotion, which is why we have statements like love is blind. Mm-hmm. Because when you fall, and I'm going to say this, I do believe in love in first sight. Mm-hmm. I do believe that you can be emotionally entangled with someone just for how they look. Um, and over time, you can develop to be emotionally entangled to them on who they are. Um, that was a question that was that like I was thinking about earlier because we were talking about like um, you know like are we falling in love with the the person or the illusion of the person? But it's like so is that illusion is that kind of like that captivating infatuation? But no, part? The, the way that the, a person presents themselves is not necessarily an illusion mm-hmm. because there has to be some type of substance there. I'm not I'm not speaking of um, of of a woman who walks around like. She has it all going on, but deep, but at home, she doesn't have it all going on. Mm-hmm. She's putting on a front. I'm talking about someone who looks great, has a nice body, nice face, looks great. You get it. You, you're attracted to her or, or, you know, whatever, whatever. And y'all kick it. And then you fall. You, you already are emotionally stimulated to her because as a man, we are emotionally stimulated by our eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If a man disagrees, call in 516-531-9828. Don't be blind. But I don't think that that's an illusion. I think the illu- I think it can become an illusion if you stop there. Okay. Um, but I think if you find out who the person really is mm-hmm. and you stay because of the looks, okay. then that becomes the illusion. Okay. Um, it's almost like leading the horse to water. Mm-hmm. It's up to them to drink. Is we the relationship the the looks can lead you to the water of who that person is. Yeah. But it's up to you to taste and see who they really are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I'm dropping bars tonight. I don't even know where it's coming from. <laughs> Hot monkey lava. Hot monkey lava. Yeah. Go ahead, Christopher J. In retrospect to learning <clears throat> financial literacy rather than learning it from your parents or school or class, you're not gonna lose learn it from school. Uh, I mean, continue. yeah, <laughs> message. Um, well, like a, but unless but, you go to Prince George's County and you're in the eighth grade, you ain't learning it from in school. Um, yeah, but or, or but, but instead you're learning it from your relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel as though you're actually digging into something that's ultimately deeper, which can be a blanketed like or a very vague issue. Mm-hmm. Prioritization. Wow, well, you're, yeah. you're you prioritize a relationship. And because mm-hmm. you and, and the reason why you prioritize a relationship as mm-hmm. opposed to having a foundation for yourself first mm-hmm. in order to support the relationship is because you lack emotional stability. And because you lack emotional stability, you'll become emotionally attached just off of looking. Yes. <laughs> I don't want it one today. <laughs> I told you this shit was tight. Sorry, it's okay. I just, I <laughs> we're going to take a quick 2.2. When we come back, we're going to have the intellectual rant by Christopher J. The number to dollar is 516 We'll be right back after this quick commercial break.
the intellectual rant. Yeah. By the intellectual irritant, Christopher J. All right. I want to basically continue on with what was spoken by <laughs> Mr. Grantastic in regards to self-inflicted pains. And there's a story of an old man living in a cabin on a trail. On that trail, people walk by. It's like it's a little Sunday walk in the park. And so the old man, as people walk by, would offer them like a little bed and breakfast. Hey, would you like to come on in and have some coffee? So we'd sit him down and pour him up a nice hot cup of coffee and just have nice conversation, share wisdom with the young folks. And and in the background, the young folks and the couples were here. And what's that? What's that noise? They asked the old man. Mm-hmm. And the old man tell, tells them, oh, that's just my dog over in the corner. And they they asked, well, what's wrong with him? Oh, he he's just laying on a bed of nails. And so they asked the old man, well, why don't you go get him up? What's wrong with you? And he was like, there's nothing wrong with him. He can he can walk. His legs are fine. Well, why doesn't he get up? And the old man will tell him, because it doesn't hurt enough. Moral of the story Ooh. is... Moral of the story is, a lot of times we find ourselves getting hurt, and we do nothing about it. We it's quick to as as we had that statement earlier. It's quick to address an issue, mm-hmm. but what solutions are we bringing? We invest more effort in the complaining, and the whining, and the help me, help me. I, I'm I'm hurt. We invest more energy in being a victim, mm-hmm. not realizing that we are our own savior to our self-inflicted issues. Mm. And a lot of times I know we were speaking in regards to relationships and finding a partner. Don't allow your self-inflicted pain. Be the, don't allow pain to be a shared compatibility with someone else. Mm. I know we spoke of relating in a relationship, but don't mm. let hurt be that relation. Ooh. Bars. <sighs> Grantastic. Uh, what do you got for me? Oh, you just want me to try? Oh, my thoughts on that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. I'm sorry. I was just still kind of. I told you. I didn't, nah, it just, um, <clears throat> don't get up because it doesn't hurt enough. I want to say this. I'm going to cut you off. Um, oh, that's rude. No, isn't it? Gosh. Teach me some manners. <laughs> um, I would. It doesn't hurt enough. We are creatures of pleasure, correct? Mm-hmm. Isn't illusions Isn't an illusion the first of all of our pleasures? We wouldn't desire something if we didn't have an illusion about it, right? For example, everything we do, even when it comes to selecting our food choices, we are imagining the food and how it would taste through an illusion that gives us a desire to go get it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with everything else. So is illusions always a bad thing? Grantastic, then Christopher J. Um, I would say no. It's not, it can, not always a bad thing. Um, I was looking up the definition and, uh, for illusion, and one of them is a, a perception that occurs when uh, a sensory stimulus is present. Mm. And a sensory stimulus. So it's like there's, still, it's, there's something that has to spark. You know, there has to be some level of attraction. Um, it's just then the problem is just that it is incorrectly perceived or misinterpreted. And I think that's really where it kind of comes in. It's one thing, you know, 
If you see something that's delightful, some food that is delightful, it looks great, made by the best chefs, cool. But if you have an allergy to one of the ingredients, it doesn't matter that the fact that everyone else thinks this meal is good right. or it's great, it's still going to be poison to you. This, for your case, that could be poison to your body. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, is that, okay, you have your reaction, you take your Benadryl, you get better, but do you go back to that dish again? And you're like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't like a food allergy. Sounds like a toxic relationship. Christopher J., who's more stronger, someone who's an illusionist or someone who's a dreamer? Mm, um, that's, that's a tough one because we're not, you're not giving me whether or not there was any application. Uh, you, you can have an illusion. So you can, you can believe in illusion, but to be operating in one, you're going to take damage, to, especially if your illusion is not reality. You're going to, you're going to get hurt. Let me go deeper. You're a barber. You cut hair. Okay. Do you imagine what the haircut's going to look like before you start cutting? Yes. So you have an illusion of how the haircut is going to turn out, which provokes you to make certain actions a certain way. I'm, I'm, I'm piecing me feels like the, the, the term wouldn't be an illusion. Okay. Uh, imagination. What's the difference? Well, to scholar, give us the definition of imagination and give us the definition of illusion while Christopher J is explaining. No, this is good. I'm doing this for the audience. This is good. Mm-hmm. Keep going. An illusion to me was is actually what's been created despite the reality. Okay. Okay. The reality already exists. Okay. The illusion is the reality clothed in something else. Okay. Or we ignore the reality. And for example, if someone was sitting across in that chair and 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 they're asleep, they'd be <laughs> like, "Oh no, he's just resting his eyes." <laughs> okay. That that's a, but there okay. there's a reality there. Imagination to imagine it, it has yet to exist. That's just solely thoughts of the mind. Okay. I think one thing about like the definition. So again, for illusion is a perception that occurs when a sensory stimulus is present. Alcohol. Okay. A a a. Say that slowly again. A perception that a occurs. Perception mm-hmm. that occurs. Mm-hmm. When a sensory stimulus is present. When your senses are stimulated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. And then for imagination is the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses. So illusion is something's there that's stimulating. Mm-hmm. Imagination is nothing's there, mm-hmm. and I'm creating. And you're creating. So one, you're stimulated. The other, you're not. Which one do you think is going to cause you to be more active? Man, Let me put it to you in the nigger term. If you're thinking about some coochie versus it being right in front of your face, 
Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to end, end the statement and go. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I was like, I was like, yo, where are we going with this? And now, <laughs> you imagine eating the box versus the box being right in front of you. So you could be minding your business, not even thinking about eating the box, and then the box is right in front of you, and it's saying, come eat me. Are you going to eat the box? Yes. If you're imagining the box being there, you may not necessarily go eat the box, but you might do something outside of that imagination to try to please yourself, but you didn't actually go get the box. So an illusion will make you go get that which you are stimulated by. An imagination will make you think about it, but you may not necessarily go get the exact thing. For example, if <laughs> that was a crazy <laughs> I know I had to nigify it for some people I think discipline is going to be a decided factor between both but you got to remember this is, and this is this is this is the illusion of because the definition you... let me tell you why the illusion of the definitions is this immediately we're not looking at both of these words as neutral words mm. We're looking at them in the negative connotation mm-hmm. instead of realizing that these words are just like the word manipulation. It's mutual. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as a boxer, former fighter, I can imagine how a fight can go. Mm-hmm. Then I'm in a fight, and I can have an illusion of what my opponent is doing. And my body or my reflexes will respond Example, I give you one from this weekend. Javante Tank Davis, who I've seen spar in person, been in the ring with, and all that stuff, um, had through that same uppercut he knocked uh, Santa Cruz out with in the sixth round. He threw that in the first round, mm-hmm. but it got blocked three times. He realized that, first of all, before the fight, he imagined knocking Santa Cruz out with that. With uh, no, he just imagined knocking him out, period. Mm-hmm. However, he didn't know how, how it was going to come. He just That was his imagination. Mm-hmm. The illusion came about when he was in the ring and realized, wait, when he throws his punches, he ducks a lot. Mm-hmm. So let me throw this uppercut. He may block it. Boom. He blocked it a few times, but eventually I'm going to corner him and I'm going to land it. He had to. The illusion helped him understand his opponent's reaction Mm-hmm. In order to time it perfectly. Okay. He imagined a knockout. Mm-hmm. He got his imagination, got his illusion. Now that doesn't mean that that was a bad illusion or mm-hmm. a bad imagination. Same thing with relationships. We can imagine how someone's going to be. Mm-hmm. And we. <laughs> <laughs> That's been all day. That's where you be like, all right, so like. What's she about to do? What's she about to say? Yes. Especially yes. like, baby, we need to talk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. they start you be like, "Yo, I ain't do nothing. Like, yeah. Why we gotta talk? Yeah, I got you. Yeah." So, I think to Christopher J's point, he was saying um, that when 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 dealing in relationship with with finding another partner, um, I think that the difference between imagination and illusion is what Christopher J said earlier in the show, and this is going to go over some people's head, they have to high, heighten 
their intelligence to get it. The word propaganda mm. has a lot to do with the difference between illusion and imagination, okay. between your actions mm-hmm. and you just visualizing, between you manifesting a dream versus being having creative dreams. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the concept of potential. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have potential. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they're going to arrive. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in relationships, we may see the potential, mm-hmm. and we kill ourselves over that illusion mm-hmm. because the potential is stimulating. Okay. I get where you're coming from. The potential makes us want to stay in the relationship. I can, I can get the best out of him because mm-hmm. I can see the potential. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I yeah, just... But that potential is also the illusion. And that's uh-huh. really... And that's where, like, uh, before... <laughs> but I think at that point, that's when I feel like you're wasting your time. Oh, like when you're like, you're like, oh, oh I knew, yeah, I'm trying to like, like, I see you get potential. your thought out and then you respond, you know, like, it's like, yeah, I'm, and, and, and it goes both ways though, too, is just like, I see your potential. I'm trying to bring it out. You're trying, and it's like, you are really trying to do for someone that they can't even do for themselves. And then at that point, that's where I say, it's just like when people waste their time in that part of dating. Because when you're in marriage, it's just like, you know, you it's an evolving thing. You lock, you're supposed to be locked in to work on it. Um, and even then, if someone refuses to work on it and you ain't see them signs way earlier, I don't know how you did that. But that's what I'm saying. At that point is where you are losing time. I'll say not wasting time, losing time. Because you're putting effort into someone else to reach their potential. And they don't even want to or, I don't know, can't is the correct word, to reach their potential. That's where you're losing time. I'll change my statement so you're losing time. Okay. I mean, I I can agree with that. I, again, I stick with my statement of, like, I feel like the the to know the difference would require discipline. And starting with discipline for self so that way you know exactly what you want. So, for example, you know, if I'm dating someone, I'm going to ask, okay, so where do you see yourself at this time? Now, mind you, that's I'm not concerned about – because. What's going to happen is your your the presence or lack of your effort is going to determine whether or not you make that. Mm-hmm. But I need to at least be able to understand where your thought process is. Okay. So that's again that's potential. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what are you doing now? Uh-huh. The reality. I'm gonna. I can see where your potential could be, but now I'm gonna operate in in reality. What are you doing now to get there? Uh-huh. Well, I'm. You know, I'm just looking for this, and I'm okay. Is there a way that I can support that? Mm-hmm. And 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 of course, at that point, if they if they're with it, cool. Then there's 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 something there, but mm-hmm. it's, you're going to be actually doing it. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Quite frankly, I feel like we avoid all of that by not even operating and and asking or trying to divulge in someone's deeper thinking or mm-hmm. understand who they are or try to actually find their substance. We're too concerned about. The, the outside or the exterior, yeah. as you said about your, you get emotionally attached with your eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You like what you see. Yeah. I need to know what you think. I need to see what you do, because mm-hmm. what you say is who you want to be. What you do is who you are. Mm-hmm. And can I ask a question? Because like as an old crotchety married married man, um, is there a point where that is acceptable? 
in like the range from let's say we first meet until like let's say you get married. Is there a range where like that is acceptable and that is not acceptable? Where it's like like where you were saying like supporting somebody to get to reach their potential. Is there a point where it's like all right, like it's it's acceptable? Like it, like is it too early to quote unquote be supporting someone to get to reach their potential? Is that just for a marriage thing? Like, and it's not. It's just for like everyone in general. Is there, is there a particular moment where it's like that's maybe that's not what your your duty is at that point of your relationship? There's times I find myself to be a true friend because if I'm able to help, mind you, I'm only going to help. I'm going to support, not do it for you. Mm-hmm. If you're doing nothing, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing something, I'll assist where I can, mm-hmm. especially if it's not going to be breaking me down all the way. Mm-hmm. If it's going to require too much of me, I, if, I, if I'm going to have to pour all of my cup out mm-hmm. just so you can have something to drink, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you even filling your cup? Do you have something in your cup? Mm-hmm. Do you need something different in your cup? Can I be of support? Mm-hmm. I do that for my friends. I do it for my family. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's someone that I see, I see that has the potential for me to build with, not build for, mm-hmm. build with, which means you actually have resources that I could use to help you attain what it is that you say, and what it is that I would like too, because mm-hmm. there's two of us in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And no happy wife, happy life. It's happy spouse, happy house. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's two of us. You understand? At that point, do you have what I need, and do I have what you need? Can we build together? Mm-hmm. But are you going to be building with me? Mm-hmm. So, do I feel as though there's a time place, or is there is there a too early phase until you find out whether or not it can be done? Yeah, I wouldn't just go outwardly just like, hey, some random person on the street. What are you trying to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Can I help you? I'm not there. I'm not I'm not walking around with a million dollars just to be handing out to willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. But if I'm finding someone that I want to invest myself in and I see that it can be done, mm-hmm. of course, with proper conversation and, and finding out where their goals are, how they think, not just what I see. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be so – So with that being said is your definition – then after the, after this little brief dialogue, I'm going to get to my final thoughts so we can close out. Based upon what you just said, Christopher J., does that mean that that the common person's definition or expression of love is an illusion because, um, how can I say it? If we look at relationships as an investment, should we res- should we expect a return on our investment when love by definition requires you to not expect nothing in return i i, I could speak hmm? oh it's kind of like this dude raises his hand he, like he, he legit raises his hand <laughs> um I'm going to go with a metaphor. A man is a seed and a woman is a soil. Would you plant a great seed that you know will grow apples, oranges, whatever substance you desire? Would you plant it in dry soil? Just yes or no. Would you plant that? Would you plant that just alone in dry soil? Or would you plant it in nutrient enriched soil? That analogy would work. It depends if it's a cactus. If the seed planter was in love with the ground 
to the point where it was equal to him. But then would it be dry if he appreciated love and took care of that ground? No, because you can't love an object the same way you love the human being. Mm-hmm. You just can't. That's if it. you do, you have mental health issues, and that's an illusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Message>. <laughs> yeah, so... If love means that I give and don't expect anything, is it safe to say that we operate from a standpoint of illusion? And and, and you can't really say I think that, that itself love, is illusion. You can't really say that you love someone If you quit the relationship because you're not getting a return on your investment, because by definition, love requires you to show it to those who don't deserve it. I mean, that I, I believe that to be true. But just because you love them don't need, means that you have to be in a relationship with them. So then is marriage pretty much an institution, not really like... Ha-ha! Sounds like another episode. Because that's the thing, because, I mean, people look at marriages that, I mean, they size you up. You know, like, let's be real. Like, people, it's not that I have a list of expectations that of things I'm looking to get back, but I am looking to get things back, you know? The concept of love, to give selflessly with expecting nothing in return. In regards to speaking of illusion, I feel like that concept is an illusion because the reality is that you should never find yourself in a one-sided relationship. That's not healthy. That's that's uh that's what's, what's who it? says who? But you can learn from what? those relationships. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said, but you can. No. You have. You no, can. What what evidence is out there to support that statement that says that it's unhealthy? It's unhealthy to be in a one-sided relationship um the people that were in it and find themselves drained and unhappy every r&b singer but i thought happiness was something you find within yourself not from another person this is true but if you're losing happiness uh-huh with it, it you're, there's vampires it's called self-esteem bitches esteeming <laughs> your mama Self, <laughs> you remember that kind of this, this is, but that that that's true. But there are also things called leeches. Mm, okay. So if you find yourself being drained, learn from it. Learn from it, <laughs> or you, you can just stay in it because it doesn't hurt enough. That's also true. So, because if you just stay in it, maybe you just have that much love to give. Nah, I just think you're afraid of being alone if you're staying with leeches. Bingo. Mm. I'm just saying. That could be a reason. So, if you look at the concept of marriage, like Grantastic said, it's really just a legal contract with the state that yeah. you're in. That's number one. Yeah, I man, that uh, point. Because you have common law marriage, which means you've been living with someone for several years, and mm-hmm. by default, you're married. Yeah. I mean, at that point, then you got to also take into account, like, other, you know, people's religions or who you yeah, swear yeah, to that, that you'll love for the rest of your life. Because some yeah. people take it from a spiritual perspective. Like, look, I love you, that I'm taking But you every there. relationship is spiritual. Even your significant other, I don't care what religion you have, and I don't care if you're in a 
theist or not against God mm-hmm. because there's you if you're an atheist you can't have a moral compass because you have no one to you have no standard of morality mm-hmm. because you don't believe in God mm-hmm. or a God so you have no standard outside of yourself and that subjective uh morality which means that my morality and your morality could be different so who are you to say that I should I belong in jail if I beat you up and rob you because that's just subjective morality because there's no higher morality than yourself. So I don't believe in atheism. Mm-hmm. Atheism, I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> um, and if anyone wants to debate me, we can have that as a full show. You can come on and debate me and get crushed. Um, because I do that. Like the Lawrence. Um, the affirmative has spoken. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> listen. I, I bring. I, I'm glad we had this dialogue. I'm going to end the show with this statement. I'm not even going to give my full th- final thoughts. Um, Sigmund Fraud says this. Illusions commend themselves to us because they save us pain and allow us to enjoy pleasure instead. We must therefore accept it without complaint. When they sometimes collide with a bit of reality against which they are, talking about the illusions, are dashed to pieces. Think on that statement for a moment and ask yourself this. When is the last time that you had an ideology of a person you were with and when the reality of who they are came about it broke your heart you were operating under an illusion you were operating out of being stimulated through your senses (laughs) a sign of maturity is having your senses Strong and exercise enough to understand that which is good for you and that which is bad for you. And that's a case-by-case, scenario-by-scenario kind of thing. Nothing is more sad than the death of an illusion. I'm going to say this again. Nothing is more sad than the death of an illusion. Mr. Grantastic, Christopher J, my co-host, this is Mr. Randy Chu on that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, go to trueradio.net. Illusion Conclusion Part 2, ladies and gentlemen, we are out, but listen, appreciate the love and support. Next week, we're going to continue this discussion, Part 3. And all three of y'all. Um, all three of y'all. And we'll be here eight thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. Please call in five one six five three one nine eight two eight. Listen, whoever calls in next week with the best story, we got that for you. We got that for you. We got that for you. We talking bands with that. So, with that being said, it's your boy Randy Chu. We out. Deuces.
let y'all with the question why Why are we here and why do we die? Why are our cities all gentrified and why do blacks still gotta struggle to survive? It's ludicrous, corruption governs, they knew to this Started off when the plague had hit and the bodies of the less fortunate Started soaking all the royal furnaces They stealing money out of everybody and all the single mothers purchases it Ashamed to me to see these boys out in the streets who slanging dope so they can eat while sending waited on And to be the saints in it that breathed poverty and gave that same dope to the teens in the streets in the 70s So, what you want that? What you want that? I'm cooking up some food for thought so just sit back relaxing Thank you. 